the EDP. Weird Norfolk, with Shifra Connor, Stacia Briggs and Richard Fair. In 1929, Wing Commander Gilbert S. M. Imstall, or Insall, I had had two spellings, was flying over Arming Hall and Trouse Newton, just south of Norwich, when he noticed and photographed eight dark patches within a broad ring like, within a broad ring like a horseshoe and a narrow outer ring. A ground reconnaissance of the site revealed an oak temple 35 centuries old around which chieftains of the Bronze Age were buried in barrows. Excavations in 1935 proved the outer circle to have a diameter of 262 feet and the middle circle to be 87 feet across. Why haven't we got anything about this? We are so furious about this. I went there the other day um, I, ha- I didn't know it was there. I knew it was there. Um, and I remember going to look for it years ago and failing. And I went this time. And I, I think you would struggle to find a less magical spot in the entire of Norfolk. It's a, it's a hen. It should be, like, preserved uh, yeah. Yeah. and cared for. And it's got two bloody great pylons. pylons. Like, why, what, do we even have pylons anymore? I don't even think they were a thing. I think they are quite a big thing. Literally, quite a big but thing. you don't see them, really, do you? And, and, and then there's two. It's like sandwich... And they uh, built a substation on a barrow on an ancient burial site. I mean, that you only have to watch Scooby-Doo to know that that is bad juju, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Do not build a substation on an ancient burial ground. It's, you know, you might as well just bury some pets there and have done with it and have the whole and, lot of money. some toxic waste yeah. over it it's and the zombies. And... It is so non-magical, isn't it? You've been there at Midsummer. How magical was it? I was, it, I was totally underwhelmed yeah. by the whole thing. I wanted, I wanted to find somewhere in Norfolk to mark the summer solstice. After a lot of research, I discovered this hedge and I thought, this is perfect. And I went there expecting to be with others, and I was on my own in a field with two horses. Oh, that's quite Trying nice. to find it, and I still wasn't convinced at the time that I was in the right place, but I did if later. If you the next year, because you went in 2014, there would have been someone else because they've put it on YouTube. So really? had you gone in 2015, there was, but that he was on his own as well. With two horses. With two horses. Really? So it would have been you two and the horses the year after. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd have doubled the capacity of the But hinge. not the horses. But not the horses. Not the horses. <laughs> no. It's just, it is actually, I know we're joking and stuff, it is actually really shocking. That to, to put this in perspective, this henge would have been about the size of Stonehenge. If n- not made of stone, I hesitate to add. Otherwise, yeah. it might still be there. Woodhenge. Yeah. Wood, yeah. So it would. It, it was literally made of wood. It. They were the 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 post sites are each about a meter mm. in circumference, yeah. so aren't they? they? Would have so huge. Huge. 
And they're saying they would have been seven to eight metres tall. Um, and so at the moment, it is the most tedious field that you can imagine next to a derelict pub uh, quite close to a car boot sale. Well, I, I, we drive this way to go visit my parents. And so I've driven past this spot like a million times and it's really bleak. That you're like, there's a couple of houses, and I feel sorry for the people who live in the houses because they've got all the power lines going over them, and it's it's just really bleak. And when this was discovered, it was like a really significant discovery, really important. Norfolk only has one other henge that they know of, which is the one in the sea, which is I think there are two oh, sea henge, aren't there? Oh, there's sea henge, which is the one that's now preserved in Kingsley Museum. And the year after they found that one, yeah, they found so, another one, didn't they? You know, we haven't got any... This, you know, we don't... One of the things that makes me... I, I obviously love Norfolk, but one of the things that makes me a bit sad is that we don't have, like, a kind of a really spiritual, magical kind of site to go to. Well, it actually turns out what we have, and nobody's done anything to protect it. Yeah. I, I don't understand how such an important discovery... It hasn't even got, like, a signpost or no. nothing. To be fair, you couldn't have a signpost, really, could you? Because you'd be leading people into a, an, into a field of two horses. But why not? Like, and obviously, it's, like, such an important... It was such an important site then, you know, spiritually. I don't understand why we're not making more of it. You know, why not get rid of that power station? Mm. You know, it's built on a, a significant kind of spiritual site where people were buried... I don't understand how we can't make it nice and so people can go to it and appreciate it. And the other thing... I just thing, want to go be there on some solstice, basically. Yeah, well, <laughs> th- there's, there's, a problem, <laughs> there's a problem there because I was disappointed to find that actually I'd gone on the wrong day because the henge is actually aligned to the winter solstice. Oh, really? See, that's interesting. I bet bet it'd been really magical at winter there, in that sobbing field with those furious horses. (laughs) Oh, my word. At least it was, at least presumably it was, you know, not sleeting. It was a lovely morning. Was it? Yeah, the dawn was beautiful. Yeah. It floods as well, that meadow, doesn't it? Does it? I oh, think no. so, because it's really near uh, the river, isn't it? I don't know whether that one... Do- I know the one near where the car boots is. I think it's quite is. sodden. Yeah. I think it's quite kind of boggy. So to go there in the winter... So I think that's a place to go for winter solstice. Yeah, that we would be amazing. Go. That would be actually be really... It, is it private like property? Like, no, I don't think it is, because there, there is a footpath it's across. A style, there is a, there's there? a style, isn't yeah. there? It is marked. Shall we go there on winter yeah. solstice? And we don't have to be up at some silly hour because we can just well, do it like half past three in the afternoon. Solstice, I might be indoors, like you know, in front of a fire or something, having a having a drink. But I can definitely Skype in for that if you like. <laughs> but it's, it's just it is. It's really sad. It's, it's really really sad, and it could be amazing. And I find it quite comforting that there actually is a, a kind of site like this in Norfolk that I can go to. It's just really sad. Because I think because we don't have any like real evidence, you know, there's no standing stones really here apart from the ones that have happened to get there themselves, which you love, Stacia. But, but just because we haven't got a visual representation of that, it's nice to know that people did worship in the same yeah. way. But the, aerial, the aerial photograph does give some indication. I yeah. know that's been enhanced that we're, yeah, we're looking at. Yeah, well. we're looking yeah. at the picture now and it, it has been enhanced. Yeah. Those, those white lines have been drawn. And actually on, I had a look um 
on Google Maps, uh, uh, like the aerial view, mm. and you can still just you can just about see the outline yeah. of it. Yeah. And even when you're there, you can. There are certain dips yes. and and yeah. kind of you can see. I mean, it's it is a scheduled ancient monument, unbelievably, and uh, we haven't got a huge number of them. We've uh, you know uh, the crypt at the assembly house is a scheduled ancient monument. And the amount of protection that that has, rightly so, mm. that we can't touch it, it can't be changed. How this has happened when it's under the same scheduling is unbelievable. I mean, it, it really is. It, it's more the um, the substation that I think gets me to the the mere thought that you could build on an ancient burial site just seems outrageous. Mm. Doesn't it? I, was, I was reading on the Norfolk um, Heritage Explorer, which kind of lists all of like you know places of interest. Um, it says that um, there are two large henge, henge form barrows, which are basically things that look like they might be henges. Yeah, henge form, and a second possible henge monument at Markshall. I don't actually know where Markshall is, but. It must be, it's obviously nearby, like a little place nearby to this. So there could be another one, really. Which they've probably built a yeah. McDonald's over or something, haven't they? It, I just don't understand it. Well, it's definitely a henge, because I looked up the, the, the definition of a henge. is circular or almost circular enclosure defined by a bank and usually internal ditch with one or two, rarely more, entrances. There are... So these are of ceremonial or ritual function and contain a variety of internal features, including timber or stone circles. And there it is. That's yeah, that is you know, when you look at it, that is definitely a henge. And it's, it's carbon dated back to three thousand, or, or I mean, three thousand four hundred years BC. So you know, I mean, it's proper old, isn't it? Do, do any do any of us know the sort of rituals that would have happened there? I'm, I'm not too sure. Would it? I saw an artist's representation and it was people dancing. Yeah, that was quite, yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, as I say, it's, it's aligned to the winter solstice. So it's the midwinter sunset, which, when viewed from the Henge, sets down the slope of nearby high ground Chapel Hill. Yes, which the UEA have done a massive survey on, I understand, which I didn't have time to look at. But yes, um, I did see the Chapel Hill, which. Is that here, in Norwich? Because well, that's Chapel in the Hill, isn't it? Uh, or, or was up there, wasn't it? Near Chapel Field, Chapel in the Field. Okay. Wouldn't you say Chapel Hill? I don't know. Well, yeah, I think it could well be. I mean, mm -hmm. in those long days, way, it would have been, been nothing. Well, yeah. yeah, it would have been completely flat. You would yeah. have, well, not completely flat because it's a hill, but you know what I mean. You would have been able to see. But I'm always fascinated by. Why that spot? Why did they pick that exact spot? Well, there's I mean, something about saying it, um, the location of the Henge is notable because um, it lies at the confluence of the rivers Yare and Taz, which was clearly a landscape of some significant in the prehistoric period. So it was obviously where the two rivers joined. Yeah. So I guess that was... But yeah, why there? It's really... The whole thing is just really strange. Well, particularly as, as we don't know a huge amount about Neolithic Norfolk, and that's why, really, isn't it? Because if that's how the most important site is dealt with, then I'm not surprised that our Neolithic knowledge is not great. Because your first thought when you find this nationally important site should not be, 
I tell you what, that would be good for a substation. You know, it's, it is really sad. It's a... I stopped there the other day to kind of have a look. I nearly got hit by a car, <laughs> which I don't think is particularly magical, um, as I crossed the road to go and kind of look over. And it's just a, a bit of a tip, isn't it? Were there any horses there? There were some horses there. Two? there were, I think there were more, actually. <laughs> I think they've heard that you're not coming back, and now they've, uh, <laughs> they're gathering for the winter solstice. They're getting ready. And I think you probably uh, invented a new podcast. We could do Norfolk Neolithic yeah, Knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a very short series of saying, of talking about substations and uh, things we've built on top of things and arguments in, in West Norfolk about Seahenge. Because they, I do remember they, they kicked off in there about, there was a massive row about whether you removed Seahenge or you didn't remove Seahenge. Mm-hmm. What the, do you think? Do you think they should have done? No, I don't, because it would have, it would have gone. I think our erosion on our coastline is too, it is too dodgy, and also I think the most, the best point about Seahenge was made by I can't remember which natural, or which nature reserve, but one of the nature reserves said that if it remained where it was and people came to see it, that one of the natural habitats would be destroyed oh, yeah. for a whole load of them. Um, and so you kind of think, well, if it's against the living and the dead, then mm. I'd rather it was taken away. And it was taken to the Titanic. Not the Titanic. <laughs> the, yeah. It was taken to the Titanic. The Mary Rose Preservation Society, wasn't it, where it was freeze-dried. Oh, okay. So, because um, the minute they took it out, it began to rot mm-hmm. away from the salt water, so they had to quickly preserve it. I feel like I want to ask someone How why why this happened. Well, probably the the kind of handy thing is that whoever made these decisions is long gone. But why haven't like the council? Why why haven't the council done something? I know. Like even just put a sign up to say. If, especially if it's a public footpath, they could just have a little sign that says this is here. I have, I have just found something about the big tree stumps at Stone, Stonehenge, at Seahenge, and what they were used for in Woodhenges, which was that the tree stumps had dead bodies laid on top mm. so that birds and animals could pick away at the flesh and bones. I suppose if it was like a burial area, that's maybe they did that first and then popped them in. A... Them well, no, then they probably like after they've been nibbled at popped him in a in a barrow not a wheelbarrow yeah so i think sadly this is one of those cases where we would say that this is a site that you can see and you can't see anything so don't go because it'll make you sad wouldn't you say yeah i think it would be nice if we could make it into like a, a solstice thing well yeah but you see the thing there though is if more people went to look at nothing something would be done wouldn't yeah. it yeah maybe if we could it. construct something maybe, maybe we should have like a friend a, a, yeah, the friends yeah. of Arming Hall. If we had eight people, we could make our own hinge. That could be, and we could like no, be God. doing the thing at no, the moon. See, yeah, we could create our own hinge from humans. A human hinge. Well, can if we not be part of our human hinge on Winter Solstice Day? Then yeah. let us know. Uh, you can take my place. That's fine. I can see now. In, in several years' time, there'll be the the Arming Hall Henge Festival. Yes. <laughs> Yes. It would be amazing. We'll have Kylie headlining the cure. You can't just steal Glastonbury. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just just kicking some ideas about. I don't know. I wouldn't want to see Glastonbury anyway. I don't think it's big enough. 
maybe we could Let's do, a, the do a horse show. Because <laughs> the horses are there already. Every big Jim Carter. Yeah, Weird Norfolk, produced and edited by Richard Fair. The EDP. From true crime to football, Brexit to folklore. For more great podcasts from Archant, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archant.